Hey, welcome to the Love and Movies podcast, episode three, um, where we last left off. We were working at the video store for what was it, five twenty-five an hour? If we were lucky, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think we decided around it was I don't know how many months was it? How long was it that we were dating? Um, I don't know, maybe about a year or so. Somewhere around there, we I decided say that we moved in together, like the fall of ninety nine. No, okay. Was so it yeah, so we decided that we um, were pretty much done with living at our parents' houses. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we couldn't exactly move in together, making five dollars an hour. So the we, job um, search was on. Yeah, we started doing a job search, and there was a a mall about a half an hour away from us in Burlington where um, they were getting a new store uh, called the Bonton. Um, new to the area. Yeah, new to the area. I guess Starting they'd been around for a while. Scratch, like they remodeled an entire um, anchor store section of the mall to put it in. Right, and and we went to. Um, interview and we only had one car at that point i think mm-hmm. um between us and so we um we drove together and we went to the interview together and we both had our interview or at the same time i think one of us kind of stood off to the side while one person interviewed and then the other person went up and interviewed and then at the end we told them We're we have to work the exact deal. same schedule yeah, yeah we we can't work separate and um, we said, if you want us to work here, if you want two good employees, then you have to hire us both for the exact same schedule. Mm-hmm. And they did. And it actually worked. <laughs> it worked. Holy moly. We got to have yeah. breakfast together, lunch together, dinner together, drive together. It was perfect. Yeah. And, and you know, there were so many people I remember at the time that were like, how can you do that? How yeah. can you I would spend, go crazy if I had to spend yeah. all that time with my... You're spending 24 hours a day together. How do you do that? It I, was... I, it, heaven yeah it was really nice yeah <laughs> and uh so we we went from making five dollars an hour to making uh eight dollars an hour right. which was a <laughs> huge bump for us at the time yeah. and allowed us to move into an apartment that cost us a whopping 350 dollars a month <laughs> which was it was a nice apartment yeah it was a good little starter apartment it was plenty of space for us and nice in the summer <laughs> right uh except for the the fact that the uh it was an old 1800 schoolhouse that had been remodeled and it was the floor was basically in the shape of a v mm-hmm. if you stood at one wall at one side of the house and and laid a ball down it would roll to the middle of the house and it would do the same thing on the other side so basically it sagged in the middle yeah, is what we're trying time, to say yeah a big time sa- saggy uh, and saggy floor. i'm pretty sure there was absolutely no insulation in the place whatsoever um, none winter time the windows would completely frost over and i mean frost on the inside yep and um not just frost. It was ice. Yeah. We had ice on the inside of the windows. Right. And it would be sort of kind of warm when the heater kicked on and you were standing mm-hmm. right in front of it. 
Right. But the second it turned off again, the place was freezing cold again. Yeah, and then we figured out the hard way why it was only $350 a month. Mm-hmm. Because the heating bill was what? I don't know, it's like six or 700 a month. Yeah, it and, was really bad. And we still froze completely. Oh, yeah, all we were winter. freezing. Yeah. We were we, never it, warm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yet we still reminisce that that was a nice apartment, which is kind of funny. Yeah. It was, uh, it rose was, colored glasses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was so nice. It was only $350 a month it plus so $600 a month. In, we loved it yeah, there. In heat. <laughs> so, yeah, when we were working at the, at the Bonton, we, um, we would always take our lunch together because we were on the same schedule, which was really nice. And then, of course, it's working retail, so it's never great. No. So we had plenty of things that made us upset. So we had a ritual that we would do. Every day after lunch, after work, we would yeah. um, walk down to the food court and grab ourselves a chocolate milkshake, share it while we vented about the day's customers um problems uh, yeah co-workers whatever the issues were that day and we just left it all right there in the food court went home happy yep and i think that was a, a one of the keys to our success was just that we could sit there and just vent and get it all out and leave it all leave it all on the table and then just get out of there and have all the frustrations already over with mm-hmm Go home happy. It was definitely nice. So, I mean, and we, we stayed in that job for, well, you were a little longer than me, but we yeah. were we were there together working the same schedule for, what, three years? Two um, years? No, not. Maybe two because we, it, two we got years. it in, I want to say 90, either late 98 or early 99. Right. Um, and then we moved to Florida in 2001. Right. So I would say maybe three years max. Yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah somewhere around there. So and then because I moved to the other job shortly before we moved to Florida, so mm-hmm. so we were there for a little while and and working with you know that there was some interesting uh, interesting people we worked with there too. For sure. Um, I'm trying to remember there. I know that there was. Um, well, our manager Wayne. Wayne. Yep. Yeah, Wayne was a nice guy. He was. He was a bit of a womanizer. A little bit. But <laughs> he appreciated the, the feminine. The fairer sex. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we'll yeah, he definitely did. And uh, and I remember there was a, a couple of um, Bosnian immigrants that worked there. Irma and Alma. Alma. Alma yep. and Irma. And they were hilarious. Very sweet. Yes. Went through and a lot of horrible things in their home country and still were very positive mm-hmm. and and outgoing which was amazing to me that they could keep that positive attitude after after everything that yeah. they dealt with yeah but i mean they there was a lot of characters that came through that place not a, not very many people worked there as long as we did mm-hmm. <laughs> they kind of came and went while we were there but there were a lot of characters that came through that place well, but such then is I, the, um, the the life in retail people come and go yeah it's not for everybody yeah, it was not the greatest job ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, uh, you stayed there and you moved to cosmetics and I moved to a job across the street working at a hotel um, doing audiovisual, um, what, do you, what do you call that? Audiovisual setup, I guess. Mm-hmm. Setting up for conferences and meetings and things like that at the hotel. It was, it was an okay job. You know, it was 
a lot of late nights, our schedules changed at that point, which really kind of stunk because you still worked your normal schedule. And then I'd have to work sometimes until midnight, one o'clock in the morning, if there were late meetings and things like that going on, right. which is never fun. But we, you know, still went home to our crooked apartment and we, uh, <laughs> we had a lot of fun there. We would, there's a picture of me somewhere and when we get the website up and running, we'll have to put it up there. Um, that you always like of me in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, I think it's hilarious. Eric is uh, cooking on a grill in the inside the kitchen, but it's, yeah, in it, the was, house. <laughs> it was a a new thing back then, like those George Foreman grills. But it wasn't one of the little countertop versions. It was like a standing grill, and um, yeah, he's just sitting there in the kitchen, like cooking chicken, cooking chicken. On the grill. In the middle of the kitchen, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, we we would always sit on the couch, like, foot to foot and read throughout, you know, the winter, just because we would have to be under blankets all the time because the only time it was warm, warm was when the heater turned on. Yep, and we had a lot of spare time back then. Yep. Not very yes. many responsibilities, so we did nope, spend was... a lot of time reading, watching yeah. movies, playing games, and um, and there was no dishwasher in this apartment either. No, so we were, were the dishwashers. All, yes, we were the dishwashers. There was a lot of dirty dishes going on. And, uh, and there was yeah, yeah there I, was a good story about that. I <laughs> had to work, and I said, you know, Eric, I'm going to work today. Can you please do the dishes? Sure, sure, yeah. And then the next thing I know, I'm at work, and I get a phone call from Eric's mom. Uh, we're in the hospital, and. Uh, Eric has to get stitches. I'm like, what? (laughs) Well, he was doing the dishes and he was washing a glass and he put his hand inside the glass with the sponge. You twisted it one way and then when you twisted it back the other, it broke and basically sliced open your entire knuckle, right? Yeah, I pulled the skin right off my knuckle. You could see the bone. Yeah, so it was basically like a giant flap of skin. Sorry to gross people out, but... Yeah. um, dirty dishes <laughs> uh, yep, exactly so yeah so this is why i try to get out of doing yeah, dishes so, as much so as possible now, now. Of course, i still use for it the last what almost 20 years every time i'm like eric can you do the dishes I'm but like, oh my hand oh, hurts my hand oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i'm sorry and that, just so everybody knows that it doesn't, doesn't work, work anymore, anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work it's totally healed it might have worked <laughs> once or twice but yeah while there were still stitches in it right and then it was exactly. like get over it and then it's like nah <laughs> just don't just don't stick your no. hand in a glass anymore how about that get back get back in there and wash some dishes wash some dishes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um so let's um let's transition to talk about our movie because i have a feeling it will take a few minutes to talk about oh, that today yes. one of our so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that in a second Okay, so we want to talk about one of our very favorite movies today. I'd have to say it's top three for me, if not number one. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely top three for me. Absolutely. And of course, if you couldn't tell from the title of the podcast today, it is The Princess Bride. Which is one of the greatest movies ever. For sure. Um, And I like to think of it as in a relationship, it's a... 
it's a very polarizing movie. It, it can decide the fate of a relationship as far as I'm concerned, because yeah. if you get into a relationship with somebody who hasn't seen it and you sit down and you watch the princess bride and they go, eh, they're probably not the right person for you. No, it's over. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> If there's anybody out there who doesn't like that movie, I just don't get it. Just it's, cut your it's, losses. Run. It's It's got everything, right, Monica? Yeah. Fencing, fighting, <laughs> giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. Everything. everything. It's got everything you'd want in a movie. Um, I, I, of course, we, I'd seen it a million times growing up. And then Me too. when we started dating, you can you can basically, if prompted, can probably recite the entire movie from beginning to end. I might be a little rusty on it now, but back then for sure. Um, yeah. For people who know me, I went to Norwich University. It's a military college. Uh, our freshman year there, we are not allowed to have TVs, radios, any kind of entertainment at all in our rooms. So one weekend afternoon, my roommate and I were bored stiff and I said, hey, do you want to watch a movie? She's like, what? Hi, Katie. I love you. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if she remembers this or not, but we, I basically acted out the entire Princess Bride, line for line, from, from the beginning. <laughs> I mean, I even made the baseball sound for the video game. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. And she was impressed i think maybe a little bit mortified <laughs> <laughs> who is this person i'm living with yes like okay what <laughs> but yeah i mean from from the opening of that movie to the very closing credits it's it's got absolutely everything you would want in a movie it really does it's it's, it's one of the most perfect examples of a movie i think that i've ever watched just because it does it literally just like they say in the movie in the line you just did it, ha it literally has everything that you would want in there mm -hmm. um and all of the actors are great i mean i think it was one Amazing. of the first things fred savage was ever in right yeah, i don't know I if mean, that was before or after the wonder years but or during or during maybe yeah, probably. it was yeah around that time but um i don't know i just i can i can still Anytime we want, I can sit down and watch that movie and enjoy myself. And it never gets old, ever. It doesn't ever get old to me. Nope. Definitely, definitely one of the greatest films of all time. Mm -hmm. I am right now currently reading a book by Carrie Elwes. It's called as you wish. <laughs> hey, look at that. And it's, um, it says it's inconceivable tales from the making of The Princess Bride. And it's very interesting. So for people who love the movie, if you haven't read the book, I'm only maybe a quarter of the way through, but it has some very cool background on it, how it, it came to be made, um, stories from the actors, writers, producers, just their memories of everything. And it, it, it adds a little bit more. It's like a whole nother level for me now for this movie, being able to kind of get their take on it and the, that they all have just the absolute fondest memories and feel like this is the most important movie they ever were involved in even though every single one of those actors went on to have just Amazing enormous careers. careers and 
yeah, I mean, all of those actors were phenomenal and beautiful and perfect for those roles. Yeah, there's one story about the making of the movie that I really like um, for Mandy mm-hmm. uh, Patinkin. He he was, um, you know, in Ego, and he was hunting the six-fingered man. And he tells this story about how, I think it was like the year before they made the movie, his father died from cancer. And he imagined in that character of Inigo that the six-fingered man was the cancer that killed his father. So when he's fighting the six-fingered man, it's him fighting the cancer that killed his father. And it like that adds a whole, when you watch his performance and you know what he's thinking in his head, it, it adds a whole nother level to, to what they were doing. And, you know, he's, uh, that role that he plays is just iconic to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, well, he's done some amazing things since then. But, you know, that role is him in my mind forever. I feel like even for people who may not have seen the movie or the whole movie or anything, and they just know like little bits and pieces. Right. There is a, a handful of lines from that movie that they know. And, yeah. hello my name is Inigo Montoya, you killed my father, prepared to die, is probably right up there with As You Wish. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or have fun storming the castle. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It would take a miracle. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, those little stories about this movie just just make it so much better. And I definitely want to read that book for sure. And for anybody out there who loves this movie and and doesn't know or hasn't had a chance yet, it it was actually a book before it was a movie. By William Um, Goldman, I believe. Yeah, and it's it's a fantastic book it's very similar um but it goes on further than what it does in the story and he actually puts a warning in the book that says if you like happy endings stop reading here and then there's more that comes after it which is and it's not it's not a happy ending at, at that but you know he fully warns you like you know if you like the happy ending and you like where it is, stop here, and that's where the that's where the book ends. But if you want to keep going, there's more, and, and you know, and he kind of continues on. But it was a fantastic book. the The movie, I think, is this is a case where the movie ended up being better than the book, but it's still a a really good book and and worth reading, especially if you're a big fan of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like we are. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like we are. So. I think that will uh, will wrap us up for for this one, and then we will be back to talk about our ill conceived move to Florida, which was the <laughs> the next stage in our. Uh, well, I mean, well, wait, no, I guess we shouldn't talk about that just yet. Next one, we'll talk about getting married. Um, oh, there is that, isn't there? There is that, yeah. yes. And then that led to us uh, moving to Florida because right. we never would have moved to Florida had we not had our honeymoon where we did. Right. Um, so it kind of one thing led to another there. So yeah, we'll come back and the next episode will be um, about the us marriage. getting married. Yay. Yay. So we will see you guys next time. <laughs>